Let's kick it off with a man who's got a very big day and it could be a big weekend for Team Hayes, not just at Sandown but in Sydney as well. Let's kick off with Ben. Racing Pulse with Michael Felgate. Morning, Ben. Are you well? Very well, Michael. How are you? Very well indeed. How are you and JD splitting uh, your Saturday up? Uh, who's heading up to Sydney for the Millennium and who's staying here for the Group 1 CFO? So I'm going to Sydney. Uh, I've also got the English Classic Sale, so I'll be doing that in the Millennium with Arkansas Kid, and JD's got the fort here in Melbourne. All right, well, we'll start with Arkansas Kid because it is the richest race. Uh, you would have uh, had your head in your hands, though, when the barrier dropped. 18 for Arkansas Kid. He'll come in a couple, but it makes it tough, doesn't it? It does. Uh, wide draws are always disappointing on face value when you get them, but. I think today they've had 30 or 40 mils at the track. Really? Um, huge rain. So it's got to be a soft track. And I know our guy loves a little bit of give in the track. And maybe they won't be coming up hard on the rail. Or might be coming down the middle of the track by then. So I'm looking at the positives. That's all you can do. The horse is in fantastic order. We're thrilled with the way he trialled. Uh, he's been in Sydney a while now on the Sydney leg. And been no problems at all. So... Uh, looking forward to seeing him run. Yeah, well, that may well be the blessing in disguise now because he was brilliant on Cox Plate Day in the Inglis. It was a, a very heavy track. I know he was highly touted that day, and, you know, he sat wide, and he was so strong, wasn't he? Yeah, he had no favours at all. He sat through wide the trip, and he actually pulled both front shoes in the race as well. So he um, got through a lot to win it, and, uh, he, you know, he, he put it straight out into the paddock. Um, he's come back to this, and... We're a little bit um, underdone, if anything, going into the race because he, he unfortunately got a bad foot that set him back a while. Uh, but he's come to hand really quickly. He wasn't out in the paddock for long two weeks. So um, I'm quietly confident he'll run well and uh, looking forward to seeing how he goes. Is he then um, aimed at the Blue Diamond after the English as well? Look, we'll see how he runs. Um, there is another option for us to set him on a golden slipper pass as well so um the blue diamonds two weeks after which would be very if he wins very hard not to go there um but we'll have to have a talk to the whole ownership group see what they want to do um there's also the if he was to win there's an option to head to the size and there's a two million bonus if you can win the oh. valley race english millennium and the size in one year so that's also big money as well so he's a lucky horse um, the owners, hopefully, um, will be racing for a lot of money <laughs> as well, a two-year-old. You've got a very high-powered group of uh, ladies involved in the ownership, uh, led by Jenny McAlpine. And there's a big bonus as well, isn't there, for the ladies in the millennium? Yes, yes. So that's why we kind of um, look to try to get him there. 400000 first horse, ladies' horse home. And, look, he's really good order. If you go back and watch his trials, he's been good. And his work since has been excellent. So... I'm hoping he will be the first ladies horse home. And I actually think he's a, while it's a very competitive race and a lot of good horses been trialling well and racing well, um, I think he's a genuine top three chance. Who do you think is your best two-year-old? Because you've got little bros who goes around in the prelude at Sandown on Saturday. And from what we've seen of him, he's been really professional as well. Yeah, little bros has been fantastic. His last trial at Geelong was a real eye-catcher. Um, Surprised the odds he's opened up, to be honest. Um, he won hands and heels when he won the stakes race uh, last start. And um, he's trained on beautifully. 
I, I can't fault him, and he's only got to get better once he gets out over further. A lovely big action, developed nicely, and um, he'll really shake the race on Saturday. But to answer your question, um, there's a cup, there's one at home that goes really good, but unfortunately won't be able to get it to the races this time in. Um, but uh, I reckon it's between Arkansas Kid and Little Bros. They're probably fighting it out at the moment. They're both stakes winners, so you can't go past them. He's a dollar. Uh, he's a nine dollar chance, Little Bros. So there's a good push. Just for future reference, what's the name of that better one at home? <laughs> no, I'm not going to boom it. <laughs> You'll see it. <laughs> but Righto. there is one that goes very well at home, but it just needs time. Your dad would be proud. Uh, we'll look out for this plunge uh, when it occurs with another good two-year-old. Uh, tell us about the stars. The Group 1 horse is going around the CF4 stakes. Mr Brightside and Gentleman Roy. Uh, thoughts, Mr Brightside, drawing 10 of 10? Yeah. Um, he loves a wide draw, Mr Brightside, in the big races. Uh, look, it's a small, it's a relatively small field. Very awkward draw. We'll have to have a chat with Craig and see what we can do because the one thing with Mr Brightside he does have a great turn of foot um, I really feel this time in he's really developed and strengthened from his spring to autumn um, he's looking more like a weight for age horse where I thought in the spring he looked a bit like a boy taking on the big boys um, so I'm hoping Mr Prep he can improve that length he needs and be competitive with all those horses and he's to my eye, I believe he showed that in his trial at Geelong. He's electric, showed a good turn of foot, and he's come through excellent. So I think if he gets the right run from that awkward draw, he'll be very competitive. Yeah, he was really good in that Geelong trial. So comparing him to Gentleman Roy, who was really good first up, there's probably always been a bit of a, a leaning to Mr Brightside. He's got the score on the board when it comes to Group 1, um, victories and also being competitive, but he's a good horse, gentleman, Roy. With that little edge in fitness and a kind of barrier, would you be leaning to gentleman, Roy, on Saturday or still Mr. Brightside? <laughs> it's a very hard question. That's like asking you to pick between your favourite, who's your favourite son. Um, <laughs> I've got daughters, but I could give you an answer daughters. if you want. <laughs> <laughs> daughters are sons. But, like, it is a hard question. From just stripping it all back, I think gentleman, Roy's had the run um, he is a horse that maintains a high tempo and kicks off a high tempo, and he's got race fitness and a lot of the horses in the race with a good barrier. So I think with a fitness edge and the way the race maps, probably leaning towards General and Roy, but I think long-term uh, Brightside will be performing very well. Is the All-Star Mile the aim for both of them? I think so. I really hope they can both get in. Uh, I think they both deserve it. Um, General Roy still probably needs to put his hand up and prove he deserves it. Uh, but Brightside, I, I believe, um, is a Mooney Valley specialist. Mm. Uh, he won impressively there during the spring, winning the fan by four or five lengths. And that's over over the trip that he'll be running at. So um, I think it's a great race for him. You pushed him out to the 2000 in the spring. Do you think his best distance is the mile? At this stage of his career, I do, because um, we dropped him back from the Cox Plate and ran him on Championship Day, and that was a very good run. We ran into Alligator Blood, and um, it's still a very good performance. Uh, I, I think his asset is his turn of foot. Uh, you even see in the Cox Plate, he actually had a better turn of foot than I'm Thunderstruck, 
but I'm Thunderstruck. Had a longer, sustained, stronger run and ranked huge in the Cox Plate. But we actually took off and left him flat-footed. <laughs> and then he went around mm. us. So um, I think over a mile, um, that brings those two a bit more together. And uh, they're quite competitive. So I don't know. That's just the trainer's opinion. I might be wrong. People might disagree. But um, I believe in Mr. Brightside very much. You've got Crosshaven and Sosie Bon, uh, the giant killer in the Carline Cup, which is a, a really good race again this year. Uh, Crosshaven's been racing really well. Is he your pick of the two? Yeah, with, with race form for sure. Um, we're tossing up. Uh, we're going to have a really good look at the race. It's a bit of a sticky draw for him. He's a horse that doesn't jump very well. Uh, so we might look at running him the week later uh, in the stakes race at Flemington probably his best-performed track. And uh, Sosie Bond, he'll be going around. Uh, he gets in well for him at the weights. <laughs> Carrying 57, he's normally top weight. So um, we'll just have to ride him nice and patient. And he's in great order. He had a tick over jump out last week and looked fantastic. So he's a fit horse with fitness edge and a lot of these first up. So I can see him being competitive. And here to Shock's favourite in a very wide-open uh, final race on Saturday. Yeah, he's drawn a little bit wide. Got Damien Oliver back aboard. He knows him very well. Um, he's had a trial since his poor performance last start. For some reason, Flemington's the track he's never performed well at. So we're back to Sandown where he goes well. Uh, the horse himself, condition-wise, looks fantastic. And his work's been really good, so... Um, he'll probably just have to um, work it out from the barrier. We'll leave it to Ollie, and um, if we can get him to relax and not over-race and get too hot, uh, you'll see a different horse on Saturday and um, hopefully a big improvement because he's got the ability. I've saved your most important runner for last. There's no interest like self-interest. Uh, Angel, drawn a good gate. What's your thoughts in the first? Oh, he worked very well this morning, Michael. Gee. <laughs> <laughs> um Nothing like ownership always makes them better. Um, <laughs> no, but very happy. I was, I was very, very happy with his run last start. Um, he probably didn't have many favours and he really stuck on well. Uh, he's drawn a better barrier here. He should have a nice run in transit. And while it's a very competitive race, I think he can be a nice top three chance, Michael. All right, that's all right. At $20, we'll have something next, right? Uh, yeah. SMS, does Marble Arch just win tonight, Ben? <laughs> There's no certainty in racing, um, but she is up in class from a maiden to a 64, but it looks a nice race for her, and she's given me no reason why she won't win. Gee, she looks promising, doesn't she? Are you excited? Uh, have you got yeah, something in the back excited. of your mind for her in the autumn? Well, we're tempted of running her on the stakes race, but we, we really, you know, we decided not to, and we'll just win here, and we'll go to the $300,000 race uh, in a fortnight and then she can might maybe run in the Stokes race. <laughs> I like that. We'll clip that up. She'll just win here. Uh, anything else we should back tonight? Um, no, just back her. All right. I, like I think it. we've got nice chances, but she, she's hopefully the winner. Oh, and for our Tassie friends, you've got Dark Dream heading down to the Hobart Cup on Sunday. Yes, yes. Um, so he actually he's had a run over there already and probably didn't work out for him. Uh, the race has run... Funnily, he got held up a little bit, and he's an older horse now, so when that happens, doesn't always try 100%. So I think with Barry Seven, we've got Craig Newell on. Um, Brendan, uh, unfortunately, couldn't ride the weight, and Craig Newell's a very 
aggressive rider, which I think will suit him. So he's he's been trained out at the beach, changed the scenery, so he could improve in a hard race. Good on you, Ben. Good luck uh, from tonight all the way through to Sunday. Cheers. Thank you, Michael.